didn't they? I just said to Mark when the kids came, you know, I got a sticker book. Wouldn't it be nice if we had that enthusiasm still, hey? Wouldn't it be nice? We just get old and something, I don't know. Some of us are older than others. You know what, it's so good to be here. Um, uh, There's so much to the story of how we've ended up here and over time we'd love to share it with you. But let me just say that um, it's been a prayer-filled journey uh, and um, we believe that, that God has led us here. And um, although, you know, um, I'm just a person, we're just a family, we're just like you guys, um, just so grateful that we're here to be part of your church community, the school community, the vision of Refresh um, just a quick little background of myself, I'm, uh, I'm a dairy farmer's child, spent many afternoons milking cows, um, I became a teacher and moved into, did a lot of travel, did some, moved into chaplaincy, worked at schools for many years and, and now in pastoral, but I love schools. And um, when we had the opportunity to come to Queensland, I said, I need to be connected to a school. So um, this is where the opportunity arose and we're just thrilled um, to be here. We love you and we love your children already. So it's, um, and, and we love the vision. So coming from a chaplain's point of view, our schools need what you have here. They need a place for our community of our schools to feel home. And this is what we as church community, and if you're from the school community, we want you to be home here. If this is the first place, first time you've ever come here, this is the second time I've come actually. We did come through in July last year, a bit of a sort of a scope out mission if we were going to come to Queensland, what did we like? And we loved the vibe of church here and the school. We actually had a tour, but we didn't know where God was going to lead us. And um, yeah, so, so we just... We're just excited. I'm very excited. I'm, I am extremely grateful for Neil and Simo and Murray for the vision that they've had over the years and the hard work that they and their families have put in. And we're just thrilled to be part of the team here. And I look forward to getting to know you all, our family does, and, um, yeah, and, and growing in Jesus. So we're all on that journey, right? Here, there, and everywhere. Some days it's bumpy. Some of us are new to faith, some of us grew up in faith, but yeah, we're all on the journey in Jesus, and um, just so grateful to be here. So before we go any further, though, I know some people didn't make breakfast, they might have crept in. Just turn around, because usually you know the person beside you, but just turn around to someone behind you. Say day. say hi. Um, tell them they look gorgeous or awesome or handsome, whatever you think's appropriate. And um, tell them that you're, they're really glad that you're here, yeah? Make sure everyone's getting chatted to, yeah? Thank you for your ministry. Good morning. You look gorgeous. You are gorgeous. Gorgeous, is that right word? Handsome. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Nothing is better than a church that chats, I say. Make sure you chat lots. You know, I believe this space, this little time that we have together, is a really great time where Jesus can talk to us. You know, there's not much space in the week 
where we get downtime. And you guys are a unique church. You've got no kids here. That's a unique space, isn't it, mummies? This is a time where you can just sort of shut out and just hear what God has to say. Hopefully, you can just hear. And you know what he says to you, what he says to me, what he says to you is going to be different because God knows where you're at and he knows your journey of faith. And so right now, just when you come to this space, I want you to believe God has something for you this morning that's, that's something you need. I don't know what it is. He does. Let's just have a short prayer. Father God, Lord, we just want you to be here. We, we believe in you. We believe in, your, in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God who is with us all the time and um, speaks into our lives in the quiet and in the times, even at times when it's busy. But right now, we just want you here. Speak to us. Amen. You know, is anyone here left in here that's 16? I think they're probably all... Oh, 16s? Okay. Already 16? Yep. What's one thing that you really look forward to about turning 16 other than kissing a girl permitted? What's one thing you've really looked forward to when you turn 16? Can you think? Say that again. Getting your, was it L's and P's? Yes. We had to be 17 back in the day. That was a bit rude. If you've got kids or whatever, you know, if you think back to the day, one thing we really looked forward to was getting our licence. Why is that? Freedom, independence. And I suppose if you're a guy, but I shouldn't box guys, but, you know, got a bit of power behind you. Like, that just feels good at the wheel, right? It feels so good. Something to really look forward to is driving. I really like driving. I actually started driving, as, as you already know, I grew up on a farm, so we started driving, you know, paddy bashing around the farm quite young. I remember this distinct day where Dad actually let me drive on the road. So um, we actually had a dairy farm up the road from our house, and it was probably a couple of, oh, a bit over a K maybe, guessing. And it was a dirt back track, but it was actually a road. And so Dad let me drive home, you know, and you're in the seat, the... This is an old Toyota ute. Elbow out, feeling just so, I don't know, I might have been 15, I'm not sure. Just so wow, you know, I'm at the wheel. And it was going so well, you know, over the hill, around the corner. And then came, we called it the crossroads up from our house, and I had to do a, a good right turn. It was a dirt intersection, and um, my sister knew it well. She was older than me. She'd left many donuts in that section, and Dad would always go, those guys up the road, look what they're doing up the road. My sister never told him it was her. But anyway, um, so I get, to the, I get to the intersection, you know, being all really cool, and then Dad's going, brake, clutch, brake, clutch. And then all of a sudden it started getting, you know, a bit more brake, clutch, brake, clutch, brake. So this big, I just couldn't quite get the, the rhythm going there properly for a minute, and you kind of pull up on the other side, sort of barbed wire fence not too far away, and, you know, took a breath, and then I thought, Dad, I probably left a really good skid. <laughs> um, 
That was one of my early driving experiences. I think poor dad, I haven't got to the whole parent thing. Parents who've done this, is it, is it cool? You know, giving it 10 years there. No offence, Ashley. Um, giving over, you know, that, that control. Um, but I've got a lot better since then. I actually consider myself a really good driver. I really, you know, I'm one of those drivers who I just, I wouldn't say I'm aggressive, but, you know, I'm pretty solid at the wheel. I like to take the corner sharp, you know. I like to sort of pass the slow person and, um, yeah, just, you know, I like to be in control of the car. It's quite good. I think for most of us, we'd agree. When you're driving, you're the one who's in control. This morning, I just want to introduce you to somebody called Jabez. Jabez was, um, we can imagine, maybe he was 16. Not that long ago. He was a, um, well, he was a pretty quiet kind of guy. Didn't really know how to face life for a while there, but things changed. When things change, he had this kind of confidence that was quite magnetic. You know, there's a confidence that's a bit arrogant, but there's a confidence that's magnetic. He had something about him. And he was a really loyal type of guy. But as I said, it wasn't always like that. And even as that kind of guy, it wasn't perfect. Life's not perfect for any of us, is it? Jabez is a kind of guy... The Bible talks about in just two verses. But in those two verses, there's a big story. I, want, I don't know if anyone's gone to bed and read a part of the Bible called First Chronicles. So it's in the first part of the scriptures, first part of the Bible, and it's a pretty boring book. It's a list of names of people and their fathers, you know, that kind of list. Such and such had this person, this person had this person, this person had this person, this person had this person, and on and on and on and on it goes. And generally people get a name list once, you know. Bob had Fred and Fred had Frank or whatever, you know, they get listed twice. Jabez, though, gets two full verses. So we're going to have a look at them. 1 Chronicles 4 verse 9, it'll be on the screen. Now Jabez was more honourable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying, because I bore him in pain. Now I don't know about you, but <clears throat> do you know what your name means? When I named Jared, when we named Jared and Ethan, had that short list, it was really important to me that the name meant something what I considered decent or significant. Um, so Jared means descent. So Jared is mentioned in the Bible. He's five generations from Adam. He was a descendant of Adam, and then he's also in the line of Noah. So I tell Jared, you know, you're a descendant of Adam, who was the first man who was made by God. You're, you're a child of God. You're, it means a lot to me. Ethan, in the Bible, Ethan the Ezraite, we nickname him that sometimes. Ethan the Ezraite was a wise man, the Bible said, in fact, possibly even wiser than Solomon, um, who was known as a wise man in the Bible, and a musician. 
Ether means firm and enduring. Now, when I was pregnant, I did have some morning sickness. It was sure uncomfortable at times, and certainly with Ethan, I had very bad insomnia. But I never, ever considered, when that baby was born, going, let's call him insomnia. Or how about I just call him morning sickness? Like, just never entered my mind. Now, in Hebrew times, where Jabez was born, a name and its meaning were very synonymous. Everybody knew what that name meant, and it kind of was almost a prophecy or a prediction for their lives. So to be able to go to school, like those little preppies, and go, Hello, my name's Jabez. What? Like, serious? Are you serious? That whole thought, that whole name, we don't know why he was named that, but that whole name stuck with Jabez. You can just imagine, hey, Jabez, what a cool name. Not, you know, or you've got a sure bright future, Jabez. Really? You know, is your wife's name going to be full? You know, and then you can be painful. <laughs> you know, like, who knows? Must have been rough, you know? Sometimes when, you know, we think back to driving, we think we're the one in control. You never know where there's a crazy driver out there who's going to ram into you, a ditch in the road or one of those chicanes. I don't know if there's many chicanes out here, but in Sydney, they like those you know, slow me downs kind of things. And um, I quite like those chicanes. They're a challenge, you know, like how fast and tight can I get through them? You know, how, how much do I have to slow down? Yeah, so it's those things that you go, you've got to sort of go like that in the road. This one day I was driving Jared to basketball. I took the back route. There was a chicane there. I thought, yeah, I'll just whip through that. I, I whipped it wrong, and uh, that tight wasn't as tight as it should have been, and hit the edge of the, the gutter as I was coming out, and poof, that was the end of the tyre, and that was the end of our race, and uh, <laughs> had to give Mark a phone call. Say, sorry, honey, didn't work out. Sometimes in our life, it's similar, you know, there's, there's the bumps, there's the ditches, there's the chicanes, you know, where we have it tough, like Jabez. Sometimes friends turn on us. Sometimes partners, boyfriends, girlfriends walk away. Sometimes there's a lot of expectations on us from our teachers. Family, maybe. Sometimes there's family conflict or we don't feel so great about ourselves. Sometimes there's illnesses. And if you're a parent, sometimes your kids drive you crazy. Or maybe that's just in our house. Or sometimes your marriage is not as, as it was, or money is super tight, you know. We have those tough days, don't we? we I, I believe we all can relate. And Jabez had it tough, with a name called pain. Like, If life was driving, I think Jabez, he had a pretty good shot at trying to be by the whip behind the wheel himself, you know. But in, in the end, it just wasn't cutting it. So he was going to be different from his brothers. He decided 
he was going to change drivers. And, um, you know, there's that kind of saying that there's very little difference between people, but the little difference can make a great deal of difference. And that's for us too. That's for you and I. A little bit of difference can make a big difference. So the, the second part goes on in verse 10. I don't know if it'll pop up on the screen. Um, First Chronicles 4.10. This is our scripture for today. This is the verse that I really want you to take home today. And uh, if you don't have digital Bible or anything today, try and lock it in um, and go home, Google it. And Jabez called on, God, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, that you would enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. It's an awesome prayer. The Bible has lots of prayers in it. And this is one of the great ones. They're, I think they're probably all great, but this is a great one. Here's a guy whose name is pain, his future, who knows what it is, what his is, what is teenage years were like, pretty traumatic, I'd imagine, who's, who's, who's kind of been brought up to believe your future is this. It's not looking great, buddy. It really is looking average. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to make a difference. I'm going from here and I'm going to change. I don't want that future. I'm going this way. And, you know, our heart for this school community and for us as church community and for you if you're new here is that, you know, we're going, uh uh-uh. We're going this way. We're going this way with Jesus. We're going this way. doesn't say it's going to be perfect, but I always say it's the best. You know, Jabez prays this mighty prayer. And the first part is kind of selfish, you might think. He prays to God, the Hebrew God, the God who made heaven and earth, the God who is a God who loves to bless abundantly. And I don't know if you believe that, but that is the God that we love, we follow, we serve, we want relationship with. He's a God who wants to bless. He wants to bless. And so Jabed prays, oh, that you would bless me indeed. How often do you ask that in your prayer time if you pray? And if you don't, today is the day where I want you to start to pray. Because prayer is just simple chatter to God, you know. It's not big fancy words or whatever. Just have a conversation, just chat. You know, and just say, God, can you bless me? Bless my family, my marriage, my study, my relationship, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, whatever. Bless me. Please bless me. Here's a guy whose name is Payne, and he's talking to the Almighty God saying, Bless me. Because you know what? God doesn't look at our names or whatever baggage we carry to Him. We're amazing and he wants to bless us he doesn't care about those suitcases of stuff we carry on our shoulders he didn't care that Jabez's name was Jabez 
Jabez is asking for supernatural favor. Blessing is, in fact, I think Neil mentioned he talked about blessing just last week if you were here. Blessing, supernatural favor, supernatural favor on our lives. Jabez wanted a life full of miracles. Do we believe in miracles? Do we believe? I believe it's a miracle we're here. I believe God has, has led us here. He's spoken into our lives and we're here for a reason, a purpose, and that's scary, <laughs> but amazing. If you read through the Bible, I haven't got this up on the screen, but Psalm 103, which is, you know, if you've got a Bible, it's like literally open it up and you'll sort of plonk onto Psalm. There's a whole chapter of blessing, the type of God that we serve. If you think, who is this God? Like, who is the Christian God? Like, what seriously is he like? Psalm 103. You read that through a few times and you'll find out a reasonably good picture of what God is like. And in that, you'll just know he just wants to give, 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 give. He wants to give you satisfaction, patience. He wants to give you forgiveness and healing. He wants to fill your cup and satisfy you so you feel, you feel alive and got a purpose in life. And I suppose for all of us, there are times we just don't feel good enough. You know, God, why would you bless me? I'm not good enough or I'm not committed enough or pure enough or beautiful enough or talented enough. You know, we use a lot of excuses, worthy enough, but, you know, just being you is enough. Is enough, God. Jabez, he, he wasn't going for nothing. He, he, there was, nothing was going to stop him. He's just like, I don't want that. I want that. So he says, God, bless me indeed. Then he prays, enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. This is what this church is about, this community. Do you want to stay like this? God wants us to enlarge. He wants us to grow and to impact all that community that walks through that door week in, week out, day in, day out. He wants us to grow. Now, it scares me in large because I don't know about you, but my life is pretty full. And I'm just like, how could I possibly fit in one more thing? Like just getting to Coles is hard work. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you, if you relate to that. Um, Jabez wanted big, but not just any old big. Not a big car, not a big shoe collection. Very tempting. Not a big wallet, big house, or a big holiday. Very tempting. No, he wanted to enlarge his territory, his border, his coastline. Different translations use that word differently. Borders, territory, coastline. He wanted to have a greater impact for God. Do you want a greater impact for God? Do you want to go, God, you know what, just use me more. Just, I don't know how, I can't figure it out, but just use me more for you. Excite me, just use me. As I said, it's crazy. I think life is full enough. But you know what? I think it's, it's different. 
It's not that God wants to stack our lives fuller and, and crammed in and crazy and ridiculous so that we're, you know, grumpy all the time and shouting at our kids. Or I don't think it's like, you know, God doesn't want that. But what he wants us to do is open our eyes. He wants us to see differently. Like Plato, work on our hearts that we, we love different things maybe. Use our time in a different way, not because we feel forced to, but because we, there's some compulsion that's spirit-led. Because Jabez's prayer, I think, is, is a revolution. It's for us to, to just go, you know what, God? There's lots in this world, but just use me for your glory. I don't know how, but I'm praying the prayer. Because I believe if you pray the prayer... He'll do it. It's that bizarro thing. You pray something and people turn up. Someone sits beside you and you have a conversation. You just go, wow. You know, could be on the bus, the cinema, the shopping centre, the, the, the lady at the checkout. It's all those little places where you come away and you go, wow, God, you know. I was chatting to some, some year nines about this last year and um, about just saying in the morning a 30-second prayer, saying, God, use me today. Use me today. And, and this one girl texted me and she said, Pastor Sharon, you know, I was at school today and uh, I didn't feel really well and uh, so I went to sick bay and then I was in sick bay and then this young girl from the school came along and she wasn't feeling well and then we got into this conversation and then she was all upset and we had this chat and I talked about Jesus to her and I told her, you know, how Jesus helps me through some things and this and that. We had this chat and she said, we finished the chat and she said, I didn't feel sick at all. It was really weird. I felt just completely better. So I went back to class and then on the way to class I thought, maybe just... Jesus just used me. And she was just so excited because she said, I prayed that prayer this morning. And that was a little insight that she kind of felt was odd because she had felt quite crook and then she felt completely better after she had that little divine interaction with this other year seven girl. We don't know. But for Jabez, he wanted bigger. He wanted more influence, more responsibility. He wanted to live a life for God. And I believe that God will do the same for us. Jabez goes on. God, that your hand would be with me. You know what? We need God's hand in our lives. We need him to be with us. And, and when we travel the journey, as you guys already know as a church community, it's not always smooth sailing. We need God's presence with us. And there are times where we feel discouraged or challenged or, or fatigued. Um, we need God's presence with us. And um, I know that I can't do it alone can't be and let God enlarge me without him you know I need him with me and so Jabez prays, prayed and you know that word that your hand would be with me I believe is a term that says 
God, your power and your resources um, are with us, are available to us. And um, God will grant me what I need. And that's my, my prayers. We've accepted this role. I said, Lord, I feel inadequate, really. I'm just me. But um, you grant me what I need. And if you've called me, then I will go. And um, I believe that you will provide what, what, what is needed. He finishes off his prayer, Oh, that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. You know, we have God. He is a God of love. He is supernatural. But there is an equal, an, we shouldn't say equal, but there is an, a force, a supernatural force, that, we, that exists in our world today, um, which as Christians, as the Bible talks about, is the devil or Satan. And... If we're invading his territory, he's going to try and, try and stop that. You know, Satan is the enemy of God. He's the one that causes pain. He's the one that causes suffering. He is not love. And, you know, we think about our world around us. He is terrorism. He is domestic violence. He is racism. He is the put-downs. You know, the devil is the one who causes separation and isolation. This is the devil. This is a stronghold in our communities. He's the one that creates fear and emptiness and failures. He's the one who wants us to feel hopeless and useless and worthless. He's the one who loves the ditches and the chicanes. But, you know, if we pray God's prayer, we say, God, you know what, take over the wheel Take over the wheel. Um, he's more powerful than the devil. He's more powerful than evil. And, and God wants us to live free of fear and failure and defeat and despair because he is peace and strength and hope and love and life. And what I find interesting in this last little bit of the verse is we wind up that I may not cause pain. What did his name mean? Pain. You know, his whole identity was wrapped up in that. And he's like, I don't want to live to what others think I'm going to be or who I am or whatever. I want to live under the shadow of God and who God's made me and I'm a child of God. I don't want to live to what they think I am. I want to live to who I am in Jesus. And um, he just wanted to be all that Jesus had made him to be. And we're exactly the same. You know, God wants us to thrive knowing we are children of his. And the scripture ends, the Bible, a little passage ends, and God granted him what he asked. You know, God wants to grant you blessing. God wants to grant you the ability to enlarge. God wants to grant you that gift of his presence with you, with us, with us. It comes through scripture all the time, through the Bible. He's with us through the ups and downs of life. He wants to, to guard us from, from evil. And he wants us to know that we are his child. We are children of a king. We're just not anybody or somebody or nobody. So it's a new year. 
Well, not quite. It's gone already, hey? Can you believe it? January. It's just about over. Kind of feels new because we're here today for the first time. <laughs> Happy New Year. Um, so I say to myself, you know, I was like, Lord, what, what do we share? What do I share? First time we come here to be with you. And I suppose for myself, my heart is that we desire to go, you know, not that road for me. Not that road for my family, my wife, my husband. Not that road for this school. We, we want to travel in Jesus' name. We, want, we, we just want to recommit above all else, you know. And there's, there's so many different things that went through my head. I just felt this was what was on my heart. I think it can be a revolution for us all, you know, if we just go, you know what, God, just again, whether it's the first time or the many time, God, you take the wheel. Instead of I am driving, I want the great I am. The Bible uses a name for God, I am, with capital letters. I, capital A, capital M. I want that I am driving. He would have got through that chicane much better than me. <laughs> I should have been with Craig Lowndes. <laughs> um, and I think Jabez, this nobody man with the name called Pain, you know, he can challenge us to do life not just any old way, but extraordinary way this year. Just reconnect with God and say, God, you know what? It's not me, it's you. It's you. Bless me. Use me. Protect me. Empower me. So as I said, First Chronicles 4.10 First Chronicles 4.10, that's, that's the take-home verse. Just one verse, Neil said, so I went to two. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> First Chronicles 4.10. This is your text for the week, and I really want you to just take it home, share it with your family, your children, pray with, it, pray with your spouse if you have a spouse. Pray into your life. Pray into, your, into where you're at. If, yeah, if you don't have a Bible at home, Google it. Google, love Google, hey. I want to finish off with the prayer. If it's your desire, if you go, you know what, God, I want you to take the wheel. I want you to take what I have. I feel like I don't have much. <laughs> but... Just, I want you to take what I do have, whatever is in my hand, whatever talent or time, whoever I am, you know, God's got you and he'll use you, not just for any old thing, but for his glory, to grow his kingdom. Life, with, life of faith is an adventure because who knows where God's going to take you? Who knows the person you're going to meet, the lives you're going to impact? I don't know, but it's exciting. So if it's your first time here and you're willing to say, you know what, I've been trying to take the wheel myself, too long, too far, it just ain't working so good, I'm going to try you, Jesus. I want you to pray a little prayer with me as we finish off. And if you have been, you know, in the faith for many years and you just want to recommit today and say, you know what, new, new year, God, I'm just doing it again. You again, to you again, to you again. I get in the way of myself so many times.
something we have to do. So we're going to finish up with prayer and just be bold and confident. I want you to pray the prayer with me, okay? Let's pray. Dear God, we just want to pray this prayer out loud. If you're willing, if, if this is what you want, then this is my challenge to each of us and just a little dedication to say, God, we're here. So, um, oh God, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me that you would keep me from evil and that I may not cause pain. God's people will pray that in whichever way they wanted to pray. God, I just really pray your blessing over this community. God, as we venture into a new year and a great opportunity, Lord, um, we know that life has its bumps and its journey. But God, with you, it's just so much better. God, I pray this community draws in close to each other, that we support each other, that we build each other up, and that we embrace people, Lord, that we love people, that we look out for people in our school community, that we bring in someone new, God, and, and, and just envelope them into our family circles and our, school, um, our church community. Lord, we, we pray for your Holy Spirit, Lord, to, to just really, um, we, we say, rain down, just really be present. And um, we look forward to an awesome year, God, as you take the wheel in each of our lives. And uh, as we go on this amazing adventure, God, we just look forward in eager anticipation to the great things that you will do. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for the hope, the peace, the joy that is yours that you bless us with. These things we pray in Jesus' name.